Hello, and welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I'm your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into all the health and fitness, where we're going to overcome adversity, depict that restriction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about the three tips to success, and specifically fitness success and achieving your goals. I know we haven't done a solo episode in a long time, but I'm pumped to give you guys information. This is the stuff I do, and I've tracked hundreds of clients along this way, and it has worked. It has proven, proven time and again to work. So if you're interested in learning more how to lose weight, how to build muscle, regardless of what your fitness goal is, running marathons, anything, just getting off the couch. This is how you do it right here. So we're going to dive right into tip number one, plan. I know you're all blown away. Why is tip number one plan? And what does that mean? That means make a plan of action, plan something. Don't just do, don't just say I'm going to do. I'll get to it tomorrow. I know what I have to get done. Those things do not work and you end up putting it off for a very long time. So the first thing you need to do is make a plan. Plan out and make a SMART goal. You remember that segment? Go all the way back to the first 15 episodes. Make a goal that's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So don't just say, I want to lose weight. Say, I want to lose weight. I want to lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks just in time for my sister's wedding. There's a plan right there. I want to run this marathon, which is X amount of miles. So let's, I think marathon's like 23, 23 miles by October 1st. I have 10 weeks. Ready? Let's do it. And write, th- write this plan down. Don't just think it. Write it down. And then constantly remind yourself what this plan or goal is another word for it that you want to accomplish. So my favorite tactic is to take that, write it on a piece of paper, post it on your fridge. Constant reminder. You want to, especially if you want to lose weight. Maybe your fridge is filled with junk. You're going to see that as that reminder of, hey, this is what I'm planning on accomplishing. You're going to be less, a little more hesitant to eat that chocolate cake. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to be like, I should go hit the gym today. I should go do this. This is what we do as fitness professionals. We plan for all our clients. We don't just nonchalantly say, oh, come work out when you can. And, you know, yeah, we'll get there. No, a good trainer, a good coach is going to say, all right, you want to get this there? You know what? We're going to do three times a week training. You're going to come and do two days a week on your own. When you're on your own, you're doing 30 minutes of cardio, interval heart training to work on your heart. And that way, we know exactly how to get you from plan A to plan B to make sure you're going to accomplish that SMART goal. And if you need help, 
like that example, talk to a professional. Don't think that, you know, maybe you can't do it on your own. Don't be embarrassed. So many people can't. We go to doctors, don't we? I personally see some doctors. I go to see some RNs. Uh, I have business coaches. Don't just assume you do everything on your own. Consult the people that are experts in it and use their advice. And maybe you just use it in the beginning to get you motivated and hold you accountable. But it is something that I'm just really passionate. Just make sure you write it down, have a specific course of action, and go on. And that leads me to tip numero dos. Tip number two, guys, track. I know. You don't want to track. <laughs> oh, I got to write things down. Well, I'm going to be specific on this. There's a couple of ways to really go about tracking. So let's say your goal is just to run a certain distance. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to track everything that you're doing throughout the day, everything that you're consuming. Yeah, that's great. And that's definitely an extra step. But to a lot of people, it's a lot of un not unnecessary, but too much work. So instead, if your plan is to be able to run a certain amount of distance or go a certain amount of distance, track how many times, what you did that day. So day one, I did point one. Day two, I did point one five. Day three, I did point two. And with your plan of action of knowing, let's say you had to run half a mile, you didn't make it, track that. Maybe if you had a goal for the day, a point five, and you ran point four five, so you were point zero five off. You now know I was 0.05 up. All right, I need to kick it up a notch. And then the next day come around, you do 0.55. You just made up that difference of 0.05 for that week. So just little tidbits like that are going to go a long way. I know for most of you, it's not I want to run a certain distance or maybe you want to bench 300 pounds because that's the same exact thing if you have a weight goal. There. For a lot of people, it's, I want to lose weight. I want to feel better. I want to live longer. And those are their more goals. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you everything right now, what I do for my 30-day challenge. My 30-day challenge is when I take two contestants and I transform their life in 30 days. And it's different from most weight loss challenges because we're not just tracking weight. We're Diving into these people's lives. I'm a firm believer, and you've heard me say this before on the show, that it's not all about calories. It's about how you're feeling. How's your stress levels? How much did you sleep? What's your water intake? There's a lot more factors that go into feeling better and losing weight than just calories in, calories out. We're people. We're very complex human beings. So it's important to understand that and to have full out view and scope of what's going on in your life and then being able to take control of the things that really matter. So the basics in here, because obviously for the contestants, it's about losing weight. We do track calories and that's just total calories consumed. Most of them don't really understand how many calories they're eating in a day until they start tracking. I'm not going to, I'm not exaggerating here. I had a client recently tell me that his diet's really good and he promises me he's only eating 2,500 calories a day because he's like, that's a lot of food. We started tracking. Day one, he texts me. He goes, oh my God, I'm at 4,500. 
No wonder you're allowed to lose weight. You're sitting here telling your trainer that your calories are on point. You know exactly what you're doing. You don't need to track. He was 2,000 calories off from what he thought he was. That's a huge difference. If a pound of fat is 3,500 calories, you're gaining a pound with a pound and a half a week. That's a lot to lose off, guys. So just be conscious about how many calories a day you're eating. So that's the simple one. Then we're going to get into a little more complex. And I'm probably going to have some people not agree with me on this, but that's okay. I don't believe in tracking carbs and fats. I'm going to repeat that again. I do not believe in tracking carbs and fats. The only thing I track as a macronutrient is protein. Why? Because most of us, especially those of us that are trying to build muscle, do not eat enough protein in our day in order to maintain that muscle. For us, it's having enough protein to be able to tame your muscle, to increase your metabolic rate, meaning the more calories you burn a day at rest, so you burn more every day. Therefore, you can eat a little more and you're not starving yourself. On top of that, when you get too fickle with tracking all three, because that's what all food's made out of, proteins, fats, and carbs, you start losing sight of the foods that you enjoy eating. And it's really important for you to maintain any diet. You enjoy doing it. And it's more of a lifestyle change and not just any specific diet. Like the previous episode, we talked about diets that were ranked and how most don't work. So I'm not going to talk too much about that. You can just go check that episode out. But diets that you can't maintain that the rest of your life don't work are going to yo-yo and you're going to end up gaining a lot of weight back and just ultimately aren't going to work. So for me, it's total calories and just protein to make sure you're eating enough of it. Plus, protein satiates you a lot more than carbs do. So it's easier to feel full when you're eating enough protein and therefore it's going to lead to eating less calories and feeling more full. So another reason that I track protein and it just keeps things easier. The next one, which is the last one food related. I'm not going to talk about it too much, but you know how much I love fiber guys. I am all in the fiber game and how important fiber is to control our blood sugar levels to help our GI tracts. Just overall, the most under-tracked thing we can do. We all say carbs are bad, but we all know fiber helps control the blood sugar with fruits. So that's why we eat fruits and not juices. So go check that episode out, all about fiber, if you want to learn more. I think that's like my 12th most downloaded episode too. People love that one. So definitely go listen, check that one out. The next thing we dive into is water intake. I mean, we're not drinking enough water, guys. I just, strictly speaking, half your body weight in ounces is the easiest calculation to figure out without getting too technical. And if you really want to be, oh, how make sure I'm staying hydrated, check your urine because everyone's different. It shouldn't be yellow. <laughs> it should be more in the clear with a little bit of tint of yellow in it to make sure that you are hydrated enough and are getting enough fluids in your diet. Don't forget, caffeine dehydrates you. Alcohol dehydrates you. So when you are consuming those two drugs, please make sure you are drinking more water. Plus muscle cramping, not fun. Anyway, moving on to the next one, sleep. Number one in my packet, 
talked about in almost every episode. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're just not going to feel good. You're going to eat horribly. You're going to gain weight quicker. Your stress is going to be off this roof. I can't say it enough. It is the most important thing to track. I'm going to repeat that. If I was only going to track one item, it's how much you are sleeping in a night. Getting at least seven hours of sleep and a full night of rested sleep, guys. I can't stress this enough. Sleep. <laughs> All right. Here's where we get a little more different. And I was talking about transformation challenge and tracking different aspects of everything. So the next two, I'm going to put them together. One's stress, one's happiness. How stressed were you this day? How happy were you this day? Please give me a rating of one to 10. 10 being for happiness, you're super happy. One being you were miserable for stress. 10 being, oh my God, if I had hair, I'd pull it out. And one being, okay, I'm really laid back and life is great right now, chilling. So I I actually give parameters of how happy and stressed they should feel throughout the day because it's super important. If you're not happy in what you're doing in your life and you're depressed, you're going to eat horribly. You're not going to sleep well. You're not going to care about your calories. If you're super stressed, you're going to go reach for that donut, that beer, and just so on and so forth. It's just a cyclical cycle that we just beat ourselves up on the inside and it's super important that we really focus on taking a step back and evaluating our lives and saying, you know, how happy am I? What can I do to make myself happier? Because ultimately, if I'm happy, I'm going to want to feel better. I'm going to want to live longer because I'm happy. I'm doing things I enjoy. I, I'm I love going to the beach and hanging out on a beautiful summer day. That makes me happy. Do it, guys. Do things that make you happy. Don't sacrifice it. I, I think that's the best way of putting it. Don't stress. Take it down. Understand what's triggering your stress. Maybe it's lack of sleep. Maybe it's work. Maybe it's something specific at work. If you start tracking your stress levels, you'll be able to figure out what factors in your day are causing you to stress more. So that's another reason I love that one. Next, we're going to go into good deeds done, and this ties into happiness. I, I believe all of us understand the benefit of doing unto others good things, helping out your neighbor, holding the door open for somebody, uh, helping those in need, donating to charities. This, again, is going to help with our stress and our happiness levels and just feel better about ourselves overall. I mean, I know it's a little egotistical to think that doing good deeds on purpose to help make ourselves feel better is wrong, but it's really not. I mean, you need to take care of yourself first. And if you can take care of yourself by helping others, I think that's a win-win because now you're changing somebody else's life on top of changing your life. You're going to feel better about doing it. You're going to make somebody else smile and sometimes just a smile out of somebody can save someone's life. And I really firmly believe in helping others, guys. And I meticulously track this one for my clients when they're in this challenge, making sure they're at least getting two, maybe three good deeds done per day. This isn't a weekly thing. If you can't remember the last time you helped someone out, even if it was so small, that's not good. 
I, I, it doesn't have to be monetary. It can be holding the door open for somebody. Just maybe you see somebody in these house crossing the street. Um, somebody's digging a hole and they're dying and you're like, oh, let me help you do that real quick. It goes a long, long way, especially in our society. Our days. We need to help each other. We need to stop this segregation and discrimination and just overall just hate towards each other. We're all people. Everyone's a person, and you should really treat others the way you would like to be treated. Something my mom taught me at a really young age, and thank you for that. Next one. I call them whoopsies, and I say it like that because I think it's absolutely hysterical. So what are whoopsies? Those are things that we do that we know we shouldn't be doing. It's probably the simplest way to put that. So, for example, <laughs> I had a donut last night for dinner. Whoopsies! I was on my phone before I went to bed, which disrupts your sleep, which is why this is a bad thing. Whoopsie! You see these little things? So, I add this category because I want people to understand it's okay to not be perfect. Because we have whoopsies in there where you're allowed two, maybe three a day because it, you you're, enjoy your life. It's all you have to enjoy your life a little bit to do things you love doing and not be super strict on ourselves. It's going to stress us out more. So if we have some kind of parameter on it, where maybe something as simple as you uh, had too many drinks, don't have too many drinks, then go on your phone before you go to bed then not drink enough water, then eat a pie of pizza to yourself. I mean, this is where it's all going to stack and add up. So just controlling that is really going to help you. Just only a couple odds and ends here and there, guys, when you're doing this one. But I love that one. We call it whoopsies. All right, two more. First one, I just self-explanatory, guys. Track how long you're working out. Minutes exercising per day. Exercising doesn't have to mean in the gym. It doesn't have to mean going for a really long run. It just means moving your body. Track how long you're moving your body. In conjunction with that, track how many steps you're taking a day. A lot of you are sitting at your desks and not moving at all. You're waking up. You're getting in a car. You're sitting. You're going to work. You're sitting. You're coming home. You're sitting. You're sitting at the dinner table. You're sitting watching a movie. When have you moved? Don't tell me your back hurts and your sciatica because you decided that you're going to sit for 14 hours a day and not bother moving. That puts a lot of unnecessary strain on our backs. So please get up and walk and track your steps. Every phone does it. Or just buy your pedometer for 10 bucks and track your steps. Make sure you're getting at least 12,000 steps. Yes, I didn't say 10,000 for those that think that that's the right amount. It's not. It's 12,000 steps a day and start small. Don't stress yourself out. Like I've been saying, so if you only walk at a thousand a day for the next week, walk 1200 a day. And then the week after that, 1400 a day. See, I'm slowly increasing ultimately up to 12,000 and you get used to moving a lot and you'll feel so much better and the weight will fall off. All right. Meditating. I'm a big believer in mindfulness. We talked about this a lot as well on this show. Take care of yourself. Uh, it's the most important thing you can do. Your mental health 
is what's going to keep you going. So meditating doesn't have to be sitting there and going, um, um. Instead, it can just be maybe taking 10 minutes to yourself, focusing on your breathing, avoiding distractions. Maybe it's going to church or synagogue. Whatever religion you may practice, that counts as meditating. That's mindfulness. That's taking a step back from what's going on in the world and really inner focusing on your soul, as some would say, or just on yourself and on your brain, just your mental health, guys. We need to take care of our mental health. So that's Anthony's 30-day transformation challenge, guys. And it's something that's had a lot of success with every client that's done it. It's changed people's lives. I just gave you all the parameters for free. So if you have any questions, reach out. I'll be happy to help. But that is important. All right. Final tip. Tip number three. Execute. Do it. <laughs> Nike slogan, just do it. Don't say I'll wait till tomorrow because then tomorrow will never come. Think about that for a second. Tomorrow will never come. Not in a sick way like something's going to happen. It's just when it's tomorrow, then there'll, there'll be another tomorrow and then there'll be another tomorrow. And you get my point. This goes on and on forever. It's just there's always going to be another Monday as people would say. Start now, execute your plan of action, right? You're going to have one, you're going to track it, and then you're going to do it. And hold yourself accountable, guys. I'm going to do this for X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. Maybe by the time you finish this, you're going to award yourself and go to the Bahamas. Don't just go to the Bahamas. Say, I can only go if I do this. Maybe it's something simpler, like uh, I'm going to go I'm doing this, and then when I'm done, I'm going to go eat that pie of pizza from my favorite pizzeria and stuff my face. You deserve it because you started today. Or if you really stink at keeping yourself accountable, get somebody else to keep you accountable. Three different options on this. The first one, which is the cheapest, family, friends, do it with somebody. Say, hey, honey, you know, I'm going to do this, and if you don't do this with me, it's going to make it 60% harder because that's what studies have shown. So you're going to do it together so we can both be successful. Something like that. I don't know. Or reach out to a friend. Maybe you have a walking partner or someone that you want to do this with. Do it with somebody and hold each other accountable and just do it. Make sure it's somebody who's on the same page as you. If that don't work, tell a family or friend what you're planning on doing and just say, hey, keep me accountable. Text me every day. Make sure I do it. May have me send somebody your results. That's the best. When my clients send me stuff, it's like I review it every Friday. All right, let's see. They're not going to come and say, I forgot. No, because they're going to see Anthony was looking at it. Then Anthony's going to criticize it and change it up and make it harder if they didn't do a good job. So little things like that. The next one would be have a success partner. It's maybe not somebody you know, but there are success coaches out there which can keep you accountable or success groups. These are things uh, you can find a lot on Facebook or any other social media platform or maybe in your local church or meeting room. Have a group of people where 
you're all going to keep each other accountable for your own success. Maybe yours is weight loss. Somebody else is for business. Somebody else is for this. And you guys are just posting your results in this group. And that group mindset will help you accomplish it. And third and final, all else fails, hire a professional. I mean, trainers should be doing this, keeping you accountable. Maybe a life coach, someone like that. Maybe a dietitian, somebody like that. There are plenty of ways to professionally get help. Plus, if you're paying for something, you're going to do it. There's a reason we keep our programs expensive. And a lot of coaches keep their programs expensive. Because if we were free or really cheap, it's going to be like, nah, I don't have to finish that. I've learned this the hard way. If people say, no, I would definitely do it for free, definitely. No, people, people, people don't. 90% of you don't. You don't take it seriously. You have nothing to it. It's, I'm not a fan. <laughs> so if I put money to it, oh my God, I paid for this. I'm doing this. Wow, that was a lot of money. And that lot of money just changed your life, didn't it, for the better? Wasn't it worth it? Heck yeah. And you want to know what? You want to pay a lot of money, feel accountable, and achieve a goal? Here's a tip. Go to a friend. Give them $1,000. What, you're out of your mind, Anthony? No, I'm not. Listen. Give them $1,000. Somebody you trust, obviously, or maybe a spouse, and say, hey, this is for you. This is what I'm planning and doing over the next 30 days. If I don't hit my goal, you keep the money. If I do hit my goal, I get it back. Mind blown. Anyway, three tips. Plan, track, execute. This is how you're going to achieve success. This is how you're going to hit your goals, guys. And just do it. Hope Nike doesn't sue me on that. And thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button and join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is a journey, not a destination. Till next time. For us, we know what it's like to feel unhealthy, depressed, and downright defeated. We want to show others there is a right way and through fitness, you could do anything you set your mind to. Fitness can give you that motivation, confidence, energy you need to bridge that mental gap and prevent you from missing important life events. We understand it's about feeling better, living longer, and being good examples for our kids. We understand this because we live it. And for us, that's the redefined difference.